Vance Joy, Rocket, uh, Tamworth's number one, 92.9, 12 past 7. JB here this morning for Country Auto's Quality Used Cars and Service Centre on Gunnagnoo Road. A little later on, after 8 o'clock this morning, just to vary it up, because, you know, variety is the spice of life. Uh, the higher or lower game, we'll play that on the way after 8 o'clock. One of your fan favourites too, Lena. We're going back to insect stings again. Yes. Yes. Hopefully they can get three from three again. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how you go on the way after eight o'clock. We'll do that. But first, I love this. I'm always happy to talk about dinosaurs anytime, uh, no matter what day it is, no matter what time it is. 13 past seven on a Wednesday. Let's talk about dinosaurs because this is a cool story. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Mongolia's Gobi Desert is known as like the mecca yeah. for dinosaurs. Um, so many fossils have been found there. And UNE is actually hosting a two-week expedition. It's the first time that UNE has even offered anything like this before. Um, for, yeah, people in the community to apply to actually go and join two professors from UNE and paleontology to um, go and dig up dinosaurs and also help. Um, it's like repatriation efforts Yeah. Uh, from the uh, what do you call it the black tr the black market trade of fossils? Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, okay. so it's a bit of both worlds where you get to dig up dinosaurs and you know learn that way, but then you also get to be a part of a bigger project in uh, making sure that those fossils that are, have been sold on that yeah. black market get either returned to Mongolia or we're able to uh, link back those fossils to Mongolia through their geo you know ge geographical. Yeah. Uh, See, I, I, I never even knew this was a, a thing till this. you were telling me about this story. I didn't even know there was illegal fossils on it's the market. Really, it's, I didn't really, think... it's actually a really big yeah. Uh, trade. And, yeah, they've got new technology out. It's called geochemical printing. Yeah. Um, and that's where they, like, zap the fossils or they zap whatever, you know, material that you yeah. want and you zap it and then it gives you the chemical composition of it. And so in terms of paleontology it's very new so yeah. if you go on the expedition you'll actually get to test it out and see how it works if it even works mm. and um, there is a lot of promise for it but yeah you basically zap the fossil uh, and then it will tell you the chemical composition of the fossil and then you'll be able to um, go and scan you know rocks or soil yeah. Yeah. around Mongolia and you'll be able to match it up to the chemical composition of a rock so then you can find out where in Mongolia the fossil came from science yeah, say no cool. more. I know. <laughs> uh, how, if people are interested in doing this, we got details on our website. Literally anyone can sign up to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So I did ask. I asked um, Dr. Campioni. He did. I said, you know, what if, what if you don't have any, mm. um, you know, uh, experience in paleontology? And he yeah. goes, you know what? Every one of us, or maybe nearly every one of us, uh, always has a phase in their lifetime where you go through where you like dinosaurs and you dream of being a paleontologist. Yeah. Well, this is your chance to go back to, you know, if it was in your childhood, go back to that childhood dream and um, head over there for two weeks. And you don't need to have experience. You just need to have an interest in dinosaurs and also have the capacity to um, obviously reside in a very remote place like the Gobi Desert for two weeks. So, you know, hiking um, yeah. and being able to put up with the heat, yeah. uh, the dust, all that sort of jazz. Um, so, yeah, as long as you can do that, yeah. you're able to apply. Are you are you implying you're meant to grow out of that dinosaur phase? No, that, no, no, I'm okay, not. Good, no, good, I'm good. not. No, no. Um, that's, I'm just quoting Dr. Campion. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take it up with him. He himself did not ever grow out of it. What's your, no, is that, no, good, good, good. What, what, what's your favourite dinosaur? Have you got, everyone's got a favourite dinosaur. Whether, like, even if they did grow out of that dinosaur phase, we've all got one. I'd have to say the T-Rex, only ah. because uh, my mum has really short arms 
And so we um, always say, you know, when she can't reach something, she's got little T-Rex arms. <laughs> so I kind of just, um, I like it because it's a, you know, it's an insult to my mum. So that's really fun. That's fine. I thought you were more a Parasaurolophus kind of what fan. What the heck is that? Yeah, exactly. That's right. This is the story of a and Tim Friedman from the Whitlam's Black Stump Band is ready to have a chat with me this morning. They are, of course, coming to Tamworth, playing at West Blazers on March 9 as part of the Great Southern Nights Tour. Tim, thank you so much for your time. How are you? Very well, thank you. Gearing up for another Tamworth visit. Yeah, exactly. We, we lo- you've been a regular uh, back, back this way. You've come here a fair few times during, uh, well, COVID, and then uh, post-COVID you've done a fair few shows during the... Uh, the festivals, so love love to see you back here in, in Tamworth. You obviously enjoy coming back here and performing. Yes, haven't been there for a year now, yeah. um, but we've done both the recent festivals before um, last month, and uh, yes, a solo show um, at the Capitol uh, during lockdown. Yeah, exactly, that's it. I love the story about how the Black Stump Band came about and sort of, I guess... Um, a little bit of the the initial thought of getting the Black Stump Band uh, out of your head and, I guess, into the studio came about from literally listening to the radio uh, sort of around northern New South Wales, I understand. Uh, no, it was around you. Oh, I mean. around us? Oh, okay. I'll, I can credit claim. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was the weeks when I was travelling between Tamworth and Gunnedah and Armadale back when I did the solo show in 21. And um, I was listening to the radio and really enjoying my regional touring. And I rang up Matt Fell and said, put a session together with some country musicians. And it was an experiment that's just kept going. Yeah, I love this. And the album Kookaburra is out on um, on March 8. Really looking forward to this. It must be exciting, is it, sort of both doing original songs and laying them down with the Black Stump Band, but also sort of reimagining the, the the Whitlam's classic songs that we know and love with a nice little sort of country feel to them as well. Yes, we've done some of the better-known songs from the repertoire with banjo and pedal steel, but there's some new songs as well, and uh, there'll be a brand-new song out with the album in two weeks, which I'm looking forward to hearing. Yeah, exactly. No, we're looking forward to hearing that. Must be incredible working with someone like Matt Fellin, and Rod McCormack, you must take away a fair bit working with those guys. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm learning um, on the job, um, which is always a good thing, even at my age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Is there, is there any sort of... Because I've always imagined the Whitlams as having that sort of lovely, laid-back, nearly sort of, um, sort of piano jazz feel in the, in the early 2000s, and now you've adapted to country. Is there any more genres of music that you're looking at um taking over and doing oh i want to i want to play jazz piano one day but um this is i've got plenty of scope to do that in this act it's a very jazzy country um lineup Mm. everyone um knows how to sort of run out of the gates and solo so uh it's there's plenty of um plenty of chops on stage that i can um that i can aspire to when you're doing sort of these reimagined um, Whitlam songs redone with the Black Stump Band, uh, sort of is it is it just sort of chuck anything at the wall and see what sticks? Uh, when how, how does that all work? Uh, if it's got a if it's got a sort of country adjacent narrative, or if it's um, 
got a potentially rootsy feel, then I just play it to Matt Fell, uh, piano, and, and he plays the mandolin. Yeah. And we decide at that stage whether we'll take it to the band and record it or not. I mentioned that because I had a listen just before this interview of the Black Stump version of uh, Louis Burdett. And I, I love what you've done with that. It's sort of got that sort of um, Tex-Mex feel to it. Yeah, it's a sort of a spaghetti western. Yes, meets, meets a sheer house in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, was that was that one of those ones that it it took you a little while to to lay that one down and and get it to work, or did Matt Fell sort of come up with that one and you just went, yeah, do it, record it? No, that was actually came together when the whole band was in a room and Ollie, our guitarist, started playing the um, Mexican riff. And um, we just uh, joined behind him. So that was came from a jam session. That one, that's the outlier. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, it's um, it's a good one to close the show with because uh, everyone uh, gets out of their seat. Yes, of course. No, I can imagine that. That's right. Uh, you've released that as a as a as a single in the lead up to Kookaburra coming out on March eight. But you've also got the single Fallen Leaves out now as well. Tell us a bit about that. Uh, that's a, a big ballad, um, and um, we threw the kitchen sink at it. Um, big string section, and it builds to a sort of emotional crescendo. Um, it's about a, a chap and his regret. So uh, it's probably the most um, traditionally country-themed themed song on the album and i'm looking forward to hearing it it's out in um it's out the same day as the album on in, in friday week yeah fantastic no i love that song that's for sure i imagine you must have a sort of a, a, a very wide eclectic mix of music that you listen to tim um some weeks um some weeks i you know i like listening to revel and john coltrane and and um, and Lucinda Williams. At the moment, I'm listening to a, a lot of um, uh, sort of Americana yep. because I'm getting my head in that space for the tour, and so I'm enjoying my country music at the moment. Fantastic! And I imagine this is a, a, a big tour, but I'm, I imagine you love getting out there and, and touring both big and small venues and towns. Well, that's why I put the country band together, because I want to get out of the cities more. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. No, I love that. Well, hey, all the best with the uh, the brand new album, uh, Kookaburra, out March 8, and really looking forward to seeing you back here in Tamworth again, uh, March 9 at West Blazers, of course, as part of the Great Southern Night series of tours. Tim, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks for the chat, JB. That is U2 and 1 at Tamworth's number 1, 92.9 JB for breakfast. For Country Auto's quality used cars and service centre on Gunnaganoo Road, 8.20. Time to play for the last time. Oh, that's th- that music's too happy for us to say this is for the last time. But anyway, I'll, I'll, I will plough on. For the last time, the higher or lower game this morning. And we're going back to... One of Lena's, like, the one that she just annihilated when we play this. The very first three out of three that she ever got. Strangely enough, on insect sting pain levels, which is just weird. By the way, we must mention, this is the final higher or lower game because it is with 
Great sadness in my voice that it is Lena's final day here at 92.9. Thank you very much, Lena. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Oh, thanks for having me. No. It's, yeah, it's been good. It has been. It's been incredible. Lena's been here for the last 14 months covering all things local news. Uh, but yes, today, the final day of Lena here in the building. But hey, I do wish you all the best. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here for the last... Uh, little while so thank you very much thank you and by the looks of it you played the wrong you played happy music so you're Sorry. happy to get rid of me that's good to know well i've killed the happy <laughs> music now but i'm gonna start it back up for the final time <laughs> the higher or lower game here we go good luck thank you on pain insect stings according to the scroller schmidt pain scale because i think that's what you say when you get stung by a wasp or something isn't it scroller schmidt no? Okay, maybe not. All right, giant ant or the western yellow jacket wasp. What do you think stings more on the Scroller Schmidt pain scale? Now, this is one, just to remind you, of course, you'll know this because you're an expert on the on all, all things Scroller Schmidt. It's one, one and a half, two, two and a half, three, three and a half, four. So four's the worst, one's nothing. One's like, eh, Kay. whatever. One. And what is it? The big ant? The giant ant. Oh, the ant. giant ant. <laughs> the big ant, sure. <laughs> giant ant or the western yellow jacket. What do you think I'm going to go more? the western yellow jacket. You're on fire already. Well done. Yes. It's a It's a two on the pain scale. Apparently hot and smoky. Imagine extinguishing a cigar on your tongue. Ew. Is how they describe the okay. Western Yellow Jacket wasp sting. The giant ant is like you stepped into a salt bath with an open wound. Okay, you know what? The fact that they're comparing these things means these people would have had to try those things too. Oh, they have. Yeah, yeah. The, sh- scroll- the cigar on your tongue? Sh- oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, true. I didn't think of that. Yeah, but no, like, yeah, to compare true. it, you have to do it. That's true. Maybe they have as well. Some I wouldn't put it past this weird, weird- guy. No, yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> I know, he's a bit... <laughs> um... Red harvester ant or the nocturnal hornet? What do you think stings more out of those two? The red harvester ant or the nocturnal hornet? What do you think? This is hard because I've never heard of any of these ones. I haven't heard of any of these. I knew the yellow jacket. Strangely enough, you know how Americans think everything in Australia will kill you and maim you? Hardly any of these actually exist here. (laughs) They're all in Central America and all that. Oh, yeah. So, Um, okay. Not going there anytime soon. I'm sure it's a lovely place, but send me a postcard. I'm going to go with the. What was the first one? Red Harvester. I'm going to go the Red Harvester. Too good. You smashed it. Look at me go. Three on the pain scale. It's apparently, uh, it can inflame your nerves for hours rather than minutes. Is bold and unrelenting like somebody using a drill to excavate your ingrown toenail. Ew! So, good morning. Oh. The final one to make it three out of three for the second time. The unstable paper wasp versus the giant sweet bee. What do you think, the unstable paper wasp or the giant sweet bee? I want to know why it's called the unstable paper wasp. I don't know. Maybe it's got a, I don't know, one wing bigger than the other and it okay. flies funny. I'm not sure. And the what? Know. The sweet bee? The giant sweet bee. Oh, this one's hard. And I'm very nervous, JB. Mm, I'm very nervous. I, I just oh. want to get down to the description. I'm, I'm going to go down. These. I'm going to do the, un- the paper one. The unstable paper wasp as being more painful than the giant sweet bee. Yeah. 
Three from three. Well done. Oh, Congratulations. Guys. Going I sh- out with a bang. I should mention that I am actually having a career change <laughs> and I'm actually going to be uh, and go and study insects. Yeah. Yeah. In, um, yeah. yeah. And entomologist. Yeah. That's it. I'm yeah. actually, yeah. That, I'm actually ditching journalism altogether just for that. I knew it. I yeah. Knew yeah. It. Uh, do you want to know what the, the yes. pain subscription's like? It's like a dinner guest who stays too long. <laughs> a hot Dutch oven lands on your hand no! and you can't get it off. Yuck! There you go. Against Stop! the giant sweet bee. So they, which I mean, that sounds nice, doesn't it? That's yeah. a one. A one and an unstable paper wasp is Look, a two. That was hard, so. and I was nervous the entire time. And I'm never nervous no, during not. this no. game. I just come in and go, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I was nervous. Well done. See, <sighs> it's because you had that to uphold. But it's so, so odd. I, I don't even go out and get stung by anything. Have you been stung by a bee? I have in the past. Oh, okay. But like, I haven't been stung by anything in years. Yeah. So the fact that I could. I, I tried. I, I got stung by bees heaps when I was a kid, and then I trod on a bee about three months ago. It didn't hurt as much as I remember it being when I was a kid. Yeah. So, hard enough. Maybe, yeah, maybe you've just, like, toughened up. Yeah. It's the radio industry for you. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's made you tough, man. <laughs> um, thank you very much for the last 14 months. Thank you. Any any sort of... When I say to you, uh, if we play the word association game, Tamworth News... What any stories? I'm putting you on the spot here. That 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 come to mind? Uh yeah, sure. Special rate variations. Yeah, I, I, um, why did I think you'd say that? Funny that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, lots, lots. Um. Honestly, the sporting achievements out of this town is pretty wild. Yeah. Um. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. And just the, I would say, the development that's happening here in this region yeah. is just. I, I. I'm very optimistic for Tamworth's future. It's yeah. um, going to be really brilliant. Yeah. And yeah, it's been fantastic covering news here. I've learned a lot. So. Thank you very much. Thank favorite, you. Favorite favorite oh. story that you've covered. <laughs> Was it, I, uh, is it, is oh. it, is it the surveying story? Yeah, I'm going to say the surveying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it. Yeah. I, I, th- there's so many, there's yeah. so many, but yeah, definitely. I think the surveying one or the dinosaur one that I just put out today. Um, but that's just because it's a bit, I mean, when do you get to w- talk about dinosaurs, you know? No, exactly. That's it. Yeah. And, and in Tamworth as well. And in Tamworth. So. Yeah. Hey, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. 827 at 92.9. Three radio announcers walk into a business with an oak-flavoured milk. It sounds like a joke. That is Phil Collins at 92.9 from the cassette tape that my parents had, but seriously was the name of the cassette. (laughs) And every road trip that we ever went on from Adelaide to Melbourne, eight hours, that tape was just on loop. That and James Rain's greatest hits. That's beautiful. Still trying to work out of this say what James Rain actually said on the cassette tape, but anyway, don't worry um, about it. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry about. It. But I remember, uh, but seriously, from Phil Collins because it was on cassette tape. Mm. Um, it opened side A of the cassette with his uh, big big track, uh, Another Day in Paradise. Oh yeah. And then track B when he flipped it over opened with that. There you go. So, do you do you ever listen to music on cassette? Do you have you bought a legitimate? copyright like a proper cassette tape from a band yeah i was like on the cusp of that but it it was definitely when i was like a child some of them was was back in the day for me some (laughs) of them would start with a weird sound effect before the cassette started do you remember that no yeah some of them i remember the phil collins cassette had that it would go like bit of beep oh and then it would start oh well there you go i can replicate it now it'd go like bit of beep Oh, that nice. was that was literally like I was listening to it like 
right here, right now. Yeah. All right, morning, well Mills. Played. Hello. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very well. I'm looking forward to this. Tomorrow, leap year day, of course, those lovely people that only celebrate their birthday every four years will be out tomorrow dropping off some goodies for them. I know. I'm excited. And having a bit of a, you know, like five pop-up birthday parties tomorrow. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you reckon they'll let us have a little bit of cake? Sure. Oh, I didn't even think of that. If we're going to multiple birthday parties, surely like... I just with thought, each one, we can just rock up and be like, this is the only one we're going to. You're special. And then, because we're bringing the vibes, surely they'll, they'll bring repay in the us. Riz. Yeah, bring in the riz, if you will. And surely they'll, you know, they'll repay us with, with like a little snack. Surely. Yeah. Surely. I didn't, look, I didn't, this is bizarre for me. I didn't even think of that. I just thought the happiness of us singing happy birthday to them. I mean, that's also nice. Yeah. But I, yeah, I come from the mindset of what's in it for me. You know what I mean? You're you're a nicer guy. Well, <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't think of cake though. That's a, well, that's it's probably because you got you got me. lots of cake yesterday when it was your birthday. So. That's very true. That's it. And so oh. did I. But uh, <laughs> I was about to say, although the last two slabs, <laughs> yeah, so, I may have eaten three times as so, much as everyone else. But that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> It was you like an anaconda. To, you didn't have to. The whole <laughs> bottom jaw just. Yeah, just I just <laughs> unhinged my jaw like a snake. <laughs> no, because I remember you passed. We passed out slices to everyone. And Amelia, then were, you can't and come then, to the phone right now. Why? She's in in cake <laughs> again. <laughs> no, yeah, you passed out slices to everyone, and then there were two slices left. And I remember you were offering around seconds to everyone. Everyone said no because they're all polite. And then you just you just look at me, and we just look at each other with that knowing look and. I'm just like, bring it here. And you bring me the entire plate. And I just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just eat the next two slices. Myself. But I have good. no regrets. We're also doing tomorrow. Not only are we <laughs> passing out the, the birthday the riz, riz. <laughs> but, but we are also doing as well uh, those songs we should only play every four years tomorrow across the day. Yes. And you can suggest those songs we should only play every four years now on our 92.9 Facebook page. The Macarena, of course, uh, Barbie Girl from Aqua, that's been thrown around. So it's those songs that are a little bit annoying, a little bit, how you going? Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not your actual favourites. It's ones that it's like, oh, they're all right, but you don't really want to hear them that often. No. Yeah. No, exactly. That's it. You don't <laughs> mind sitting through them tomorrow. Like once. And, and then you're you like, go, that's oh, me for the next yeah, four years. I'm good. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tam has suggested Achy Breaky Heart. <gasps> yes, that's a good one. Anything from Garth Brooks. Okay. A bit aggressive. Ba- Baby Shark. <gasps> How did we not think of that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, that's, that that's a classic example. Because it's like funny when you hear it once but then you're like please never put me through that again you know something that will definitely not be played tomorrow and that is all i want for christmas is you from mariah carey we've had that a suggestion <laughs> no um, I think nobody wants that any year now i think it's overdone the crazy frog song that's that's a classic and what? i'm upset that somebody suggested that. and what do you think about this a teenage dirtbag from holly oh stop holly who hurt you that's that's rude I, that's a good song. Do you do you agree with that suggestion? It's 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 like a it's a it's novelty, but it's kind of good. Good yeah, novelty. Yeah, it's like Mr. Brightside. You lo- people love yeah, that one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a classic, if you will. And then Bell has also just suggested Nickelback's photograph as well. Oh, uh, get out! How dare you? <laughs> 